0: Hi, it's Mike, just adding in a quick announcement at the beginning. Um, somebody recently hacked into the podcast and turned on a support option within the last couple weeks, uh, where basically, I guess people get a notification asking them to donate money to the channel. That was not me. Um, if you ever see something like that, don't do it. I'm not asking for money. And if I were to do something like that you know and turn that on there'd be an episode that specifically stated that so just uh if you see something like that in the future make sure you don't you know donate money don't don't financially sub- support us doing this um again there would be something like a you know a specific podcast episode and you know let's say it was like a patreon or something which i have no plans on doing anytime soon and it'd be for a very specific reason you know for very specific benefits and want to just be for um you know just general support of the channel whatever that means you know because this is really not costing anything other than time um so yeah just again make sure don't don't do anything that looks fishy uh involving your money so uh especially when it comes to this podcast so anyways uh here's the latest episode Hi, welcome back to Casters of Valhalla. I'm your host as always, Mike O-E-A-O. Um With me tonight, again, is Super Frog and Flash. If you've been keeping up with the podcast, you know we've been doing our top 50 maps, and tonight we're doing our top 10. But to add to the chaos tonight, we've got Ken as well, and Ken is doing a top 12, I guess. So uh, we're going to have Ken do his first two, and then we're going to just rotate from there, uh, same order as before me, then Super Frog, then Flash, and then lastly, Ken... Um, Yeah, it's going to be a fun time. I can't wait to talk about all these maps, but let's start. Let's just get rolling with uh, Ken's number 12 and 11. Well, good morning, Mike. Good morning.
1: (laughs)
2: Uh, Hey, I just I heard that you guys were doing a uh, podcast about maps that you actually needed a real competitive player on there to make some comments. So I'm glad I was able to uh, to uh, do that for you. It's already starting. What? All right. (laughs) just edit this out later um so my my number oh uh my my part of the podcast may or may not be uh um what's the word i'm looking for sponsored sponsored by game bear i don't know yet i'll let you guys decide that as we go but speaking of game bear my number 12 map of all time is jack of spades um i don't know if you guys have played on this map or not it's a it's a little bit older than probably all of you but um it's a dungeon map it's got a marvel and jungle and i just i think it was one of the very first that kind of combined marvel and or not marvel sorry with a dungeon and jungle and i really liked how that helped out melee quite a bit even though there was no road and i i do like road quite a bit uh because of its help for melee but um I just I have a lot of fond games on this. I really remember the dungeon in the jungle uh, helping out quite a bit uh, for melee. And um, generally, I'm not a big fan of combining like uh, more than one master set together. So like Jack of Spades has dungeon and marvel, but both of those are fairly small, so it's okay. But it's still not my favorite. But I, I do enjoy this map quite a bit.
0: Yeah, I thought this. I actually thought this one might uh, show up on your list. That, that's a that's a good pick.
2: I know it is, Mike, but I appreciate you uh, making me feel good about myself.
0: <laughs> okay, go ahead with your uh, number eleven. <laughs>
2: okay, and then my uh, my number eleven map of all time, um, of all time, like all time, like from 2006, is a map by a map maker that you guys may or may not have heard of named Game Bear. Um, And it is common ground. Um, I know I voted this down on the BOV for reasons. I still stand pretty strongly with those reasons, but I do feel like this is probably the best One Rise of the Valkyrie map out there. I know uh, Flash has some map. I forget the name of it, but it's got the two hills in the middle. And I've played on that a couple times, and it's okay, but uh, I I guess to be clear... When, when I'm talking about maps, and I, like, I haven't listened to your guys' episodes, so I don't really know like what your criteria is for judging a map. Like, I played on it 14 times or whatever. But like, all of these maps I played on, I probably played on like a minimum of 10 times. So I feel like, um, so I, I, I really, when I was making this list, it was really like a map that I played on enough. Like, for for instance, maps, flashes, maps not bad, but I've only played on it twice. So like, I can't really um, say whether or not it's better than common ground as far as far as i can tell i I like common ground better still but once again i probably played i don't know 25 games on common ground so but those are those are uh probably at least 25 it might be more (laughs) um but then sometimes i get mixed up with like one master set like i thought my game where i lost to the orange mailman was on common ground and somebody said it was like on a different map so i I get i get confused so maybe it's only like 24
0: but that was was dry season
2: yeah they're all the same at some point right why are we even doing this list but anyway (laughs) those are my uh those are my 12 and 11 maps and uh oh look at that game bear just sent me a paypal payment okay (laughs) anyway
3: definitely sponsored by game bear already
2: yeah so um oh crap hold on anyway so yeah so those are my those are my 12 and 11
0: Notably, both maps you downvoted uh, in BOV, but that's okay.
2: Actually, um, I'm pretty sure I upvoted Jack of Spades.
0: I didn't think so, but well, you can check Game Bears' thread uh, or, or just shoot him a message with uh, thanking him for the payment and ask just him. So.
2: Respond to the PayPal? All right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, so um, my number 10, kicking this off with... Uh, the only non-Wargrounds escape map in my top ten. So just getting it right out of the way, um, I have a suspicion that it might be Wargrounds escape in the next three weeks, but I don't know that for sure. Um, it might not. You know, we'll see. I guess. I really like this map. I didn't like the previous version all that much. I think I downvoted it, and I think I gave some, uh, you know, suggestions, and Typhoon took them and made some i think really good changes to this map this is song of the walrus um really liking the updated version uh i haven't put out a vote yet uh so you know no no spoilers here as to how i'm leaning on that but sounds look like I, to me. what's that
3: sounds like a spoiler to me
0: no 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 <laughs> see see a map could get my top you know yeah anyways uh I just like, I I like the different paths. I really like the level one path around the four hex glacier going left out of the start zone. I thought that was going to be kind of worth it. It comes up almost every game. You're always going around that. I love that sneaking around the glacier like that. And four hexes is is just kind of the perfect size to where it blocks enough line of sight without stopping too much movement. Whereas like the hive or like, if, if the hive was there and the six hex glacier was there, it'd be a lot harder to flank like that. So I'm just really liking the map um yeah it's it's a it's a good one again i'm enjoying one master set one expansion as well and that's a really good choice uh you know in that field it's another good tundra map you know there's so many good ones right now and this is this is definitely uh it's definitely a solid map. So yeah, Song of the Walrus, it probably is like a little bit of a bump for me just because of how new it is for me, right? Whereas like it might settle a little bit, you know, that tends to be how like maps are for me. Like they spike really high and then they'll settle just a little bit lower, you know, nothing against this map, of course. But right now it's kind of in that fresh stage of like, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying my games on this a lot. So Song of the Walrus, my number 10.
3: Isn't that an older That's map? Good
0: one. I think. Yeah. That, the, yeah.
3: It, It is kind of older, but there's a new version from last year. Right. Oh, okay.
0: We used it at Gen Con 2014, Ken. Yeah, 2014. So, like, almost a decade ago. But the (laughs) the updated version, like, widens the middle and adds some height to the middle. Like, it's, yeah, it doesn't choke up up top anymore.
3: Okay, my number ten. If we're doing non-wargrounds of skate maps, uh, this one—who knows? This is probably my most out there uh, pick in my whole top ten. That's why it's tenth, I guess. It's Fire Isles. Who saw that one coming? Who saw that one coming? <laughs> it's Fire Isles. Okay, good. I'm glad. I'm glad so picked it. Anyway, um, yeah, I. I since last podcast episode, or maybe since two times ago, like Mike just put out a version of this, which I think looks really fun. Um, but I, I, I think it's a very fairly distinctive and fairly definitive map. Like I don't know, there's not really other um, canonical options if you want to do one rise and one uh, lava. Um, and you know, I, I, I don't always love the ring around the rosy um but i think it's i, I think it's really important as a, as a map um, and uh you know the kimon awa spots and the glyph stuff is weird but um it's 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 fun and it's small and it it somehow avoids being like, oops, all lava. Like even though the center is entirely lava, like there's enough play that you can do like getting off the lava. It never feels like you're stuck on the lava because I think it's because of the lava river, it's like so one dimensional. Like you don't, it's like, you can't be tied down on multiple sides. It's like, everybody needs to go the same way. Everybody's trying to get off the lava at the end of the round um, in one way or another. Um, So, you know, it's an old map. I, I think it's uh I think it, it deserves to be on all of our lists, which it, it did just cut into some of you guys way at the beginning. But uh <laughs>
1: um
3: I, I think um um uh, I'm really excited to play Mike's version, which I haven't done yet, but um uh that, that probably is gonna bump it up my list of how good it is, maybe probably less important but better to play. Okay. So <laughs> there's my number 10.
0: I'm excited to try my version, too. <laughs> <So> <laughs> you haven't around to it. it yet? No.
4: <laughs> oh, man. Don't ask me about my maps I haven't played. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I get it. I won't judge it. Uh, my number 10 is uh, Remains of Klynesia. Um I guess uh, right off the bat, maybe this is ranked a little bit high as far as, like, strict balance is concerned um, I think the map has a has a couple issues you know with the and, and Mike you did a great job in the uh, the other episode of outlining the problems right the bat the bottlenecking outside the start zone um, I don't know that I feel quite as passionately against uh, double hex wide roads as you do however with how short the map is and how quick that road can work i remember playing a game where hounds got to my starting zone in two turns and it's like i couldn't really block them off very well (laughs) um and yeah that was a that was a rough game but uh anyway um i i really liked the aesthetic um this was actually kind of one of those maps that uh inspired me a lot as i was just getting into map making um, as far as the use of road and the castle set so I don't know, it's always kind of been iconic to me for uh, for that reason. I remember playing it as kind of one of the early first maps that uh, that I ever played. Um, I like the positioning of the, the line of sight blockers, uh, solid start zone. Um, yeah, a couple, couple issues with bottlenecking in a couple spots, but uh, overall I've really enjoyed the map. So that's my number 10, Remains of Cleonesia.
1: Uh, so me, right?
2: Yep. All right, my number ten is a uh, old map. It's a big surprise there. Uh, it's Invasion by Long Heroescaper. Uh, just a really solid Swarm of the Morrow uh, castle map. Um, with jungle. Um, you'll see. You'll see. You might see a theme of jungle and uh and or road in my my map selections as a general rule. Really favors melee. Um, you know, I've been I have played this map i just played this map in lincoln tournament not too long ago like maybe january february you know and then this is also the map that i beat uh, you know the infamous map where my orcs beat spiders trons on this map years and years ago and whatever gen con that was 2009 i think so yeah just a great map uh i think it's got some dynamic gameplay i know some people complain about um like the like the the castle pieces on the, the, the turret. Like, why would you ever bother going there or whatever? But I, I don't know. I still think it gr- plays great. Um, played in team tournament not too long ago with jet Gen- last time we were at Gen- our 2019 Gen Con, maybe. So, yeah. So
3: still stands up. Still a great map. Do you, do you, what do you think about the level four road pieces? Cause I don't like them at all.
2: <laughs> we, we, we gotta climb up we good. gotta climb up and over is that what you're talking about
0: yeah yeah that's what he's talking about okay. yeah
3: like the the top top level
0: road all right
2: give me like uh 45 seconds okay let's be real like uh two minutes to find it here <laughs> oh wait that's right it's right here um yeah yeah no i i that's that that is it's like it's extra movement but i mean since you're already on the road it's not horror because you're already getting the plus three move so um i think that kind of mm, fixes it so to speak i guess as far, as far as it can be fixed if that makes sense. i mean i guess it makes it less bad
1: is a better way to look at it yeah all right
0: uh so my uh number nine is I believe my favorite Mad Wookie, yeah, my favorite Mad Wookie map. This is a really good one. This is Draugr. Um, I had this on my table for a long time in about 2017, 2018 era, and I, uh, yeah, played on a ton. It's a great uh, one dungeon two snow map. So it's a interest, very, very unique set combination. Um, I don't know. I've ever seen a, another map with that combination, uh, but frankly, I don't think I really need to see another one because i think this one is pretty definitive i think it's just such a good map um you know there's you can pod on it but the potting isn't too strong you know you can break the pod easily enough um movement on it is pretty good there's lots of you know there, there are enough interesting height spots including like that one little snow hex that's behind the the central glacier um i, I personally haven't found the glyph areas get that choked uh, i don't you know tend to see large amounts of figures try to go over there. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think, and I think it's it's my favorite map so far that I've played that does like ribbons of snow, right? There's only like three, I think, that are like, you know, that really do that. But um I haven't played ingville past yet, but, you know, I, I like this one over Platypus too. So yeah, this is, I actually was looking back at the BOV thread and somebody asked back in 2018, I think, like, if you could play on one map for the rest of your life, what would it be? And this was my response at that time. So, this just goes to show for me that this was like, you know, very much the map I was playing a ton of. So, lots of great memories on that map, uh, including like my Phantom Knights, my one Phantom Knight killing my friend's, like, Marcus with like two life left, right? Just like to close out a really tight game. Uh, my Concan getting one shot by his, like, or getting one shot over two turns. I guess it's not one shot that right it's two shots but two swings down from a zombie just kills my con can like really memorable memories this is when i was playing my really janky army so um yeah great map
3: um i was going to say something really profound about it oh you know this is not what i was going to say but it's what i just thought of right now which is the um start zones of that map used to be like six little individual uh yeah i don't know I, if it was six but a bunch of individual snow one hexes and right like, in the back hey, uh, hey that doesn't uh fit the hive and so they just <laughs> squished all together actually i remember what i was gonna say is that the map that i said i would play on is sirocco and i um disagree <laughs> with myself <laughs> on that now, nowadays um, <laughs> but in answer to that question wow okay yeah. my number nine is the um map of mine that i have the highest uh ranked on my list um and that is uh turmoil um just i, I don't know i i think it's a really i think it's a really good map whoever made it must have been really um Focusing on on the map um, at the moment of creation. Uh, I was in I was in a a Zoom call for professional development in 2020 that I didn't want to be in, so I was making escape maps on the side, and I made turmoil. Um, and man, I, I I do I I do like there were like one or two tweaks after that first uh, one that I posted, and uh, Mike helped out with some of that, uh, bringing the I had like a level three Rock hex on the outside, uh, just a little obstacle moving and then bring the the level three rock um, inwards. And that really helps give the left side a little more um, weight um, and, um, you know, just just helps spread the action on the map. You know, if you're going to the glyph, you're going to the glyph anyway whatever. It's a tiny map. Um, And. I I I like small maps, so it really doesn't (laughs) bother me. But uh I was looking at the build instructions recently and I realized it leaves all of the sand seven hexes in the box. And dungeon and swarm combined have eight sand seven hexes. That's just like an absurd amount of terrain. It's just like doesn't use a single one of them. And like it's not like it's sparse under layers, like it's just completely all full up and I guess I just didn't need them. So anyway, that's uh, that's turmoil. Um, I'm, I'm glad for the uh, help that I got with it. But I think it's really I think it's it, I it stood up and I like I, people keep using it all all the time. It's another tournament coming up ahead that uses it. So I think it's just like kind of straightforward. But um, the center plays nice. There's enough different options to go. Um
4: so there's, there's my number nine, Turmoil. Nice. My number nine is, uh, is Venom. Um, and I'm, uh, I'm fond of Venom. I feel like Venom is the, is kind of the, the map that kind of got me on the map. <laughs> um, I when it was, uh, when it was selected for Gen Con 2019, right? Um, along with uh, along with Ashfall. Um, of the two, I think, well, no, I know that Venom is uh, is much better than Ashfall. Um, but uh, hey, hey Ashfall is in the process of getting an update. Um, I've been pestering Mike and Superfrog and others with uh, <laughs> my my map updates. There was that one weekend, was that? I can't remember when that was. I think
0: that was right after we recorded. That might have been two oh, years yeah. ago. Oh, okay. yeah,
4: okay where I have, days ago. gosh, I spent hours on Virtualscape reworking so many maps. But anyway, tangent, sorry. But uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, Venom was, I feel like, the first map that really kind of, like, deserved the attention that it got, <laughs> if that's not too, like, <laughs> conceited to say. Like, Jandar Summoning Circle got a lot of attention, but really, like, looking back on that, I... Kind of want to throw it into my pile of shame section in my map thread <laughs> um <laughs> anyway but uh yeah i like the i like the jungle disbursement i like the road um i think there's uh while you, when you look at it there might be a tendency to want to pull to the rock side but uh my experience is most games will see the entire map being used even that low ground it, depending on the glyph that's used I guess can can make a difference right um, if, if you don't put a, a glyph with enough draw down at the bottom then I guess I could see it kind of collapsing up to the rock side but uh, yeah I like the I like the road placement including the road that uh, that kind of comes down to to level one um, just kind of a fun way to reroute units up towards more the, the top of the map. Um, I like the ruins. I've unfortunately seen a couple games where uh, where the ruins have kind of been abused in a, in a not great way, where you get, uh, you know, kind of a, you know, a, so- a solid hero hiding behind the ruin, right, and only being able to be engaged by like two melee units. I um, haven't seen it happen very often, but uh, I don't know, I wanted there to be kind of like a solid flanking option for the, for the glyph down there that was protected and i think they do that uh i think they do that really well but uh yeah venom it's uh, definitely one of my favorites that was number nine
3: i like the like the three hex on venom like uh, sometimes with a map you just gotta like put something down and be like yep and now you're gonna deal with it and like yeah i
1: think
3: that, <laughs> I think that venom provides so many good options for dealing with that three uh, X and it still is like yeah a whole lot of how the map plays but like it's I don't know it it it's it, it's fun because it's like it's like an obviously strong position. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I think sometimes maps need some obvious obviously strong positions um as long as you know there's good counters and I think that both both like Sides of that dynamic are definitely on Venom where, like, yes, this is strong, and here's how you fight it. The road goes all the way around, there's lots of jungle moving up, um, and yeah, there's, you know, there's, you're able to shoot down on it pretty easily from height, right? If you're just committing to that, then you're most likely giving up those those level fours. So, unless you're Ken and you don't have any range, then you're, you got three, three nice helps. <laughs> but if, even if you're Ken, you got two nice helps
2: is that a treasure glyph on there flash
4: yeah yeah there is a treasure glyph on there i don't know how many people ever use a treasure glyph on there but uh yeah there there is one
2: that map looks familiar i don't recall playing on it but
0: yeah 2019. You, you played on it actually yeah you played on it in the finals of team tournament uh with uh with garrett against ben and johnny
2: Oh, it must be a good map. We won that game, so. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I love how so. Mike remembers this and Ken doesn't.
0: <laughs> yeah, you remember like Memering was over on the right side of the map, like in the rock section, just like firelining, like hitting his own green scales too sometimes, and it was it was a fun game to watch.
2: That, that I, I let Garrett make make two decisions that whole team tournament, and one of them was <laughs> was that game where he let him go. He's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna send her up, and he actually got uh four Mar Warrior no four fourth mass and, like two Mar Warriors with one fire line. And I was and he killed them all. I was like, all right, dude, you and the other the other one I made I made a decision on an invasion and Mimering took four wounds in one turn. So I was like, all right man, you're one for you're one out of two, but <laughs> um, So uh I do have a quick question and I, I don't wanna I don't want to do a tangent like a Flash did earlier because I don't do those but um <laughs> So I was looking at Turmoil, and it's a map, I don't think I played on, and I think it's because it's got a swarm and a and a and a um, dungeon. Yes, yeah, and swarm
3: to
2: me, yeah, to me, like that's two master sets, and that's like two different maps I can build. Do you guys ever feel? And maybe this is just more like, and maybe Mike be a better a uh, person to throw this against well i guess i don't know flash and, and frog if you guys are running events often no. but like as a td that's just like man that's and that's that's one map that i could have made two maps out of so like like my natural inclination is like ah that looks okay but i'm not interested well um if that makes sense the
3: Histor- thing is, it's like one expansion which yeah, which like really helps. Like, if you do two master sets and multiple expansions, you're you're asking for people not to use your map. Right. But, um, yeah, I I try to be careful about that. But like, it did see, uh, Escape Con one, but like, if you think of all the Gen Cons that had Burial Marsh, um, like it's the same combo as Burial Marsh. Right. Um,
2: so I I, I don't like that map at all. But
0: yeah, this yeah. this map
3: is a lot better. <laughs> I, Burial I Marsh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh, but but yeah, yeah no, was, I'm just I'm just curious like I'm just curious if I'm the only one that kind of because generally if I'm looking I'm look, like if I'm at home sure whatever but generally like you know I'm like I'm looking for an event like oh nope too I'm I'm moving on so um uh, yeah I
0: yeah, mean so for oh go ahead go ahead no 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 you got it oh.
4: I was- for it would depend for me on the master sets that are used uh dungeon and swarm i think i'm going to be more okay with that than uh actually i ragged on one of my uh one of my maps earlier i'll rag on it again jandar summoning circle uses a rise of the valkyrie and a dungeon set and all the dungeon is like completely hidden, hidden. under the massive hill in the middle and i don't even use the shadow tiles right so it's like really not a very efficient use of terrain anyway but like considering, yeah, if you're using Rise of the Valkyrie and, uh, and a dungeon set, man, it better be a really good map to, to justify something like that. And at the end of the day, I'm not going to include that in something like, uh, I mean, I do run some uh, some events at my house, you know, for, you know, anywhere's between six to ten, you know, friends. But uh, yeah
0: yeah i mean dungeon set is almost always paired with another master set like it's very much a more it's very rare that you see one like so like game bear just dropped like shoots and leaves right um there so there are some examples where you see like one dungeon with like two expansions but that's not actually easier for like to fit into scapecon if you remember like the gen con terrain can it's like it's very master set weighted and then you've got like traditionally we had like four of a lot of the expansion sets right and so like turmoil was super easy to slot in wingspan uses the same set combo as well just instead of, uh with jungle instead of road so like again that's like super easy so yeah uh as soon as you get to like warm Walk, it gets a lot harder where you've got two master set two expansion but like two master set uh not a big deal to me especially um and i feel like one swarm even is like like one swarm one expansion is even a more like not completely modern concept but it's seeing more maps being made now with it and like more competent maps i think um so like healing waters right the updated version like uh, song of the walrus the updated version um
3: are just some castle ones
0: yeah yeah, uh, yeah a good number of castle ones um so yeah i think i think i think it's totally reasonable um and i personally don't have any issue either with like the leaving terrain in the box right like make the map you want to make out of the sets and if there's terrain left over that's totally fine you know um i guess theoretically it's not like completely optimized but i i don't know i've never really r- run into that issue with uh like Con. but anyways that was a good, so, tangent. Was a good
1: tangent yeah <laughs>
2: Uh, well, Flash is the one that he texted me and said to bring it up, so you wouldn't <laughs> get in trouble. Um, anyway, all right. So uh, my number nine uh, map of all time is uh, is a map. Uh, there's two versions, and this is obviously the good version, Fire Isles, the good version, um, by Yagu Ninja. Um, there's a there's a there's a newer version that's floating out there. There's no molten lava on it. I highly recommend not using it, but. Um, no, uh, I, I think Nathan did a really good job of uh, talking about how what he likes about this map, and I, I find that it's very, it's very fun. Um, it's very, as he said, um, iconic. And I do, I do agree that the islands, uh, especially the Caymanawa Island, uh, with as a melee player, just sucks. But, um, but yeah, it, it's a very fun map, very small, very quick, and um, I have a lot of fond memories on it.
0: And did you ever find, like, first turn shoot like shooting down into your start zone problematic as, like, a melee? Because, like, I don't think I've ever played the map, like, playing, like, knights or heavies into, like, you know, Krav or, like, Vida range or something. Like, have you ever found that to be, like, problematic? Because that's one thing, like, I definitely did not change at all, right? I didn't change the footprint, uh, so it's the exact same no, length?
2: No, not really, because you, you can engage so fast on that map. Um, and, and with, you know, four heavies or whatever, like, I remember... Uh, no, I think it was against Braxis and Rats. I was playing Braxis and Rats on there but with four heavies. You can split two and two, go down, you know, go down both sides, and then eventually the crab are gonna where they're gonna run, right? Um, right. Or 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 you can go over the go over the lava if you need to. But and sometimes that was faster. I, I just think it was very like, you know, and, and then you had to be super intentional when you went to get the glyphs too, generally, um, mm-hmm. unless you were like Vipers or something. So.
0: Right. Yeah. Cool. Um, all right, my number eight bring us back to the game bear uh train, and this is I guess my favorite game bear map um this is bad moon rising i I hadn't played on this a ton back in the day, and again, I think this is getting a little bit of a you know of a like newness factor to me, buff just because I only played it a few times way back in the day. never saw gen con usage, which ended up being a lot of the maps I played on was just because like. I would play in the Gen Con pool to prep for Gen Con. Then I'd play at Gen Con and then I'd play on those same maps. I still had built after Gen Con until the next Gen Con pool would be released. Right? Like that was very much what I was doing. Uh, so didn't get to play on this one that much. Um, the double road thing, I, I I insulted Game Bear accidentally when I called – recently when I called it the least him map he's released, uh, at least that it has any, like, popularity. I said this is the least you map. Like, it's the most, like, standard and traditional. But he took great offense to that and noted that, for example, the double – two 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 separate roads that don't come even close to each other is very unique, and and I take his point on it. Um, other than that, though, you know, you got big central shadow pool um, – The heights are easy, are overall easy enough to attack. You're never really in a situation where it's tough to attack the opponent's height. Um, I had one game with uh, Arrow Gretz into zombies that was uh, not great, but, you know, um, I, yeah, that that was a bit of a rough game for the zombie player. Just the four move was just a little inadequate. Um, but other than that, I think like most of the time you're gonna have no issues on that map as the melee player. So I think it's I think it's a really good one. Um, I was happy to play on it some more last year, and yeah, it's a it's a very very good map. So Bad Moon Rising by uh, kind of by Game Bear, but not really. So
2: <laughs> was, I, uh, was
4: that? Oh, go ahead, Ken.
2: Oh, oh that's all right, man. Uh, no, this is, I do enjoy this one quite a bit. Uh, it's actually not on my list. Um game bear told me he was going to paypal you instead but um (laughs) it's the and the reason it's not on my list is it's the it's the double battle battle for the underdark i i just i struggle with that from time to time like um but but not always there are some maps that i really like that have two battle for the underdarks um but but yeah i just that's my biggest issue with this map is it just takes two battle for the underdarks
0: you're not going to pull out sirocco on this list right
2: I don't even know what that is, dude. So.
0: It's it's the map you lost to Sawyer on in top four. What army was I... When did I play Sawyer? You had yeah, you had chain fighters into his Romans, his like full out oh. Roman army. Was it a you dungeon? Like, yeah, it was. It, and I lost
2: the chain fighters on a dungeon map.
0: Man, yeah, but the shadow's scared. all in terrible places, so like oh, level zero. Yeah.
2: Oh, he was playing Romans I mean he's yeah, got like five attacks a turn like that's I'm, there's no way, I, I can't even win this if it's all shadow like there's I can't there's no way I would win that so
3: okay my number eight also game bear and it's my highest ranked map that's not uh workouts escape so if we were holding out for my last one here it is Mike you know what it is you're you look like you're thinking
0: I am. I'm trying to figure out what the heck this could be. Game Bear doesn't make good maps. <laughs> 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 Hold on, give me one second. Oh, give me one second. Oh, yeah. Wait, Tell do you... me what it
3: is. Tell me what it is.
0: What? Let's see. Game Bear's maps. Oh come on. Did, did you play it on it did you play on it recently?
3: Uh have I played on this recently? Not super I played on it last year. Dark Fulcrum. No. No, dark R was Forty-two on my list. It's Common Ground.
0: It's Common Ground. Oh, Common Ground. Oh, that's yeah. right because you're waiting like. That's a, that's a great
3: choice. That's a great choice. I I hadn't had Common Ground yet. Anyway, there you go. There's Common Ground.
0: Oh, Let's it was. I knew this because I looked at your list. Uh, Super Frog was putting together a master list, and I saw it italicized, which meant it had to be on your. Yeah, I knew this. I just forgot. Oh yeah, yeah.
3: Sorry. Oops. <laughs> Oops you spoiled, spoiled it. it. Yeah. But yeah, Common Ground. Um, I. Definitely one of the best um one master set maps. Ken was already talking about it. You know, Common is just a good map. Um definitely like the first super viable one. Um and you know, there's there's fun little quirks about it like like we were talking about with Venom, like you just put something on there and make people deal with it. Um like the the in starting engaged, right? right.
2: Was was that before was that before Dignan did his uh what was it? uh D- D- Dignan came with Dignan had one that they started engaged too right like can't see the jungle or something or am I thinking of a different one
3: no that, you're thinking, that's not engaged but that is they're
0: really close you're thinking of failed negotiations by MadWalky by oh,
2: so was this was was uh Common Ground the first one to do that do you guys recall I don't
0: know uh I can you can go ahead Superfrog and I will yeah. uh report back
3: I I've <laughs> tried to do it a couple times I think on some I, of my maps and I think what's hard is like, how do you make it not like front loading the conflict? Um, But Common Ground does a good job of that by like making it not a a great spot. Like it's just like surrounded by water. Um, So, you know, you can kind of ignore it if you want to. There is the glyph there, right? There's a glyph there. I'm not making that up. Um, But um, I, I don't know, it's just kind of a little added interest um well i i was playing it last year because i was working on a review but i i wasn't i wasn't sure what i was gonna vote i didn't have to vote somebody else took it out for me Um but i don't know it's 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 uh um it's it's, it's quite interesting um i have not ran, run into anybody playing like trying to abuse those little heights in and around the start zone um so i probably don't have the negative experiences that one some, of them is on this call uh, <laughs> he shall remain nameless um uh yeah but common ground good map um and you know if we're looking for e- economical it's certainly that
0: wow they they it looks like common ground actually came out a little bit like three months earlier way back in 2009 so this it 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 can have been I'm not giving game bear credit for yet another innovation so this this may or may not have been the actual first like engaged starting zones right um but this was I guess a little earlier than failed negotiations so
4: cool my uh, my number 8 is um a typhoon classic um, stygian rift um I love the the interplay between the lava and the shadow on this map i think it does that so well and i think it just adds so much depth in terms of decision making and strategy you know as the end of the round starts coming um i feel like the decision on most lava maps is really easy get off the lava (laughs) but uh i don't know i just feel like uh between the, the shadow placement and the lava this makes that decision a little bit more interesting um and just yeah the the abundance of of lava and then the the fun things you can do with you know um tying figures down onto lava um i've just seen some some really cool moments like that on stygian rift um while uh, i admit uh, this is uh, this is problematic um ken would argue this is a never good never a good course of action but i feel like i'm starting to agree more and more with doc um, about molten lava as uh (laughs) as i get older um but honestly i I still like it here i still like it on stygian rift um it creates some interesting pathing out of the start zone um and kind of limits that uh that spot that could turn into potentially a good potting spot Uh, i'm not exactly sure what would happen uh what would happen there if you took the the molten lava out but it does seem to uh it does seem to help uh i feel like there's kind of an obvious Raylan placement though uh i don't feel like i've ever seen it be game breaking or feel like it's too uh it's too overpowered but yeah once again the highlight i think is just the, the interaction between lava and shadow What's Doc's opinion on molten lava? Oh, he hates it. Oh, that's
2: right. He can get <laughs> no. over it.
4: Okay, maybe hates a strong word. Hey, he just he brings Doc- up the point that a lot of V C characters have abilities that uh, you know make it not very fun when, you know, you have Heracles that can throw your heroes into uh, into lava, which has happened to me before in games. <laughs> and yeah, it's kinda of painful. It's a good map.
3: It is a good map.
2: Uh my number 8 is a uh, uh it's an older map, a uh, big surprise. And it is a map uh it is fossil by Raikian. Um Yeah, uh I remember I played I played I don't know, dozens of games on this map. It was pretty popular back in the day. It was really the only swarm plus road map. Um I know the swarm and the tree, people are like, oh, there's hills behind there. I mean, I think the road helps mitigate that. The sand hexes that you can kind of camp out in your start zone with the tree there is probably more problematic to me than I think the other the actual two giant hills in the middle. Um, but I, th- I, I, I still think it plays pretty sharp. Um, I haven't played on it for, I'm not sure when the last time I played on it, but um, I, I just think it's a solid map, and I, I, would, I would play a game on there, you know, anytime somebody offered it to me so all
0: right my number seven has already been talked about today by flash um this is battlefield 23 aka venom um no mine is actually battlefield 23 i like it quite a bit more than venom actually it's a very i don't know i've always liked this map like the first couple plays i think i thought like yeah this is like this is This is fine. This is decent. You know, it's not better than most of what I've played of Flash. And I I think I've come around on it. It just it works every single game. I've never found a game collapse heavy to one side. I've never found a game collapse uh, exclusively to the middle. Um, You're always getting that middle involved. You're always getting one of the sides involved at least. Uh, you know, it in classic fashion for a lot of maps, like this is true for a lot of maps, you often don't see the entire map used, which I think is fine. You know, you have enough options based on usually two thirds or three fourths, however you want to, you know, quantify like middle plus one of those sides, especially. And and you know, you can if somebody's trying to run, you can catch them because the road does a good job of getting from one side to the other at that point even. I've just found the games tend to be more, you know, uh, and again, this is true for most maps, the games end up in, in an area. So this is a, this is a really good one. Um, I like those four hexes in the center that give height over the roads. I am okay with the double wide roads on this map because it's not like, I tend to find that problematic, especially when it's separating Hills. Um, here you're not separating Hills, right? This is just like nice flat development ground. Some of it's jungle boosted. Some of it's protected with the wall alongside it. So yeah, I I've, just really enjoyed this map. Um Not a ton else to say. This is just like a really, really solid, really good, just like you, you, you're you not going to really, I, I can't imagine you have a problematic game. And it's also not too good for melee, I found. You know, it's it strikes a nice balance. And I think some maps can, you know, skew a little too hard towards melee nowadays, as crazy as that sounds. So this is a good one.
1: Yeah, I, I I like Battlefield 23. Um, it was it was a little bit ago on my list, but it's
3: it's, it's still a, 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 definitely a, a modern classic. Um, my number where are we on seven? My number seven is Staging Rift. So we're we're just coming <laughs> back almost back to back on that. I was gonna comment on it then, and then I just figured I could hold off. Um, one thing that I really like about Staging Rift is that there's only like like one spot on the map basically which is on the right side like before you get into the center where the lava is more than one hex wide and that's what that's like one of the things that makes the lava so like feel so dynamic is that like you can't get stuck in the middle of the lava um like literally any lava space that you're on on the map you can get off from that space. Um, you, even even ar- around the area where it's not really a single line, right? It's like, there's basically five hexes um, in, in a little clump. You, you can just get off from anywhere. Um, so I I like that a lot. Um, when you said Flash, there's a kind of an obvious and perch. I was like, hmm, which one is he talking about? <laughs> um, and I assume you were talking about the level three dungeon. Yeah. Okay, good. I mean... You, you could also like go on level 4 lava field right next to there um, yeah. it's a little bit farther like it's one space farther away so I think that's the only reason that it's like measurably worse but yeah. normally you're gonna you're gonna survive anyway I like the little um, lava one hex uh, of level four that's like back um, it just provides like an extra like an extra something to fight over but it never becomes problematic right because it's because uh, it's lava um, i went, went back and looked through some of the um creation of this map it's hilarious <laughs> um, big uh this map had a big journey to to get to uh to get to being good but uh it's it's just really i mean to me this is like the the to me this is the the map that i think of when i think of a lava map is Indian rift so um this is' it's one of my one of my tops for sure um, so there you go, my number
4: seven, Stagir Rift. Awesome, yeah. My uh, my number seven is Percolator. Um, yeah, big uh big fan of this map. Uh, Ulysses did a fantastic job with this one. Yeah, another one where uh, where it took a little bit of development to uh, to get it to to where it is. But I know Mike was instrumental in in getting it to, to where it is right now but uh yeah this just it works so well um i i remember seeing the map when it was originally posted and thinking like man that's it's just it's just going to pull right so hard <laughs> and just like not uh, not be very fun but yeah just playing the map i was really surprised how much i grew to like it um the the jungle pieces are placed really well I think I've made my opinion on level three being covered by jungle (laughs) made made that known pretty pretty well. But while some level three on percolator is is being covered by jungle, overall I think the jungle placement is fantastic. And then you've just got this fun dynamic between the left side jungle placement, you know, allowing you to to move up and develop, you know, quickly with some good jungle coverage. But then also the right side getting up to level three kind of faster, but uh, maybe not as fast as it appears, just because of the the steps in terrain that you see on that uh, that you see on that right side. And then once you get up to level three, the ruins that you then have to kind of maneuver around, I think it creates just a fantastic balance. Um, it looks like it's going to pull right, but I mean you you use both sides. Um, through uh through development so yeah really a really a big fan of this especially considering how much level three there is on the map and um <laughs> yeah this just, just is giant <laughs> those 24 x's right uh, up on the, up on level three but uh it uh, it works it works really well
3: i think that's one of the reasons why the level three jungle is like not as problematic on that map is just because there's so much level three and like then there's a, a, an okay amount of level four on top of that so it's like not yeah like, it's not a map where level two is the lingua franca right that's a yeah. terrible analogy um, <laughs> but it's not like level two is like the the default and then you got some some areas of level three it's like well, there's the level. Like level three is just so much of the map. Um, so having some of it be predicted was like sure, whatever, fine. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a really good pick. I it should have been at least top fifteen for me, if not like top ten. It's it's such a good map, and I you know I love the the level three. It's all pretty much a smooth, continuous path. I think there's that those two hexes that hang off the the level four on each side uh, when you're moving left. That that's not, but everything else is a nice continuous level three path, which means that you're not it's not bumpy. You're not moving up or down for, during those levels, so it's just super smooth through there, and it's just so easy to move from side to side if necessary, front to back, etc. Yeah. Yeah. Really good one.
2: Yeah, I'm not, somebody pointed this map out to me recently, and I haven't um, I haven't got a chance to play on it yet, but it, I am definitely looking forward to trying that. Um, I do like Ulysses quite a bit as far as uh, newer map makers go.
0: Yeah, he's doing a good job right now.
2: Okay, so I think number seven is to me. Uh, this one I'm going to get a bunch of flack for, but uh, you guys will get over it. Um, oh, crap, where did it go? Oh, there it is, number seven, hide and seek by Game Bear. This is a Marvel Master Set army, our map <laughs> army map with Forgotten Forest and Tundra. So it uses. I love how all three of you guys are looking it up.
1: <laughs>
2: uh, it's like what is I this?
1: have,
2: I have played on this map for years. Um, one of the reasons I played on it because I would, I would often run, uh, you know, a lot of events and I would have my train to draw from, and I have basically two of everything opened and that's kind of my rule of thumb. So, uh, so that's eight maps I could build if I use it, the Marvel as a master set. So I would, I would, this is one of my go-tos that I would play. In fact, this is just played at KenCon. Let's see. KenCon 5.0 was this year. So it would have been 3.0. I think KenCon 3.0, we use this map. Um, Got some stories about uh, some Wolves of a Drew uh, pouncing into uh, Jeter's uh, Lone Wolf's uh, Glads, th- who then became adjacent to a, uh, the Ice Elemental, who then spiked the, uh, spiked the Wolves of a But yeah, um, Hide and Seek by Game Bear. And I think uh, it, it does wonders with the, the two sets that it uses. Some people think it can get clogged pretty easily. I have not found that to be a huge issue um but yeah that's my number seven and i do love how all three of you are looking at it right now trying to figure out what's going on
0: yeah i can't even I, find I, it
2: i'm yeah, yeah I'm, I'm still trying to find it
3: if you go into his, i, um, I made it up i made it up actually no i'm just kidding if you go into his map thread it's under shortages i just opened oh, all the shortages. spoilers and did control f because i had never i've i would never oh, heard of it.
4: good work way to be
3: smart
2: you guys yeah. have never played on this map?
3: No. I, I, uh, I fully expect to this, at this, this at to be I fully this? expect this to be
2: a I fully expect this to be escape con three.
3: Look at look at those one next bumps. Bump bump Oof. bump down the right side of the Oof, it's down. great. It's great. Ooh. Melee friendly.
2: <laughs> it is, because you can hide from the the you can use that tundra and then go around the other way with the road if you need to
1: this is just, just, just you
2: guys have no idea until you played it one of a kind
4: i don't know i've got some
2: ideas it is it is one of a kind it is one of a kind i will 100 percent agree with that statement
3: hey well, on uh, your uh, yeah. com, it has a grade of a plus
4: so <laughs> according to the download section
0: how do I give it
1: how do how I how many
4: people can bribe <laughs> to get it that uh get it that grade? <laughs> uh, can how you was, do how how do you do that? I didn't even know that was a thing.
1: Great file.
2: Me?
3: C plus. Oh how okay, do you uh
2: you how do you how many people have
3: how do you know like you I didn't even know that was a thing. I've single handedly changed this grade to a B plus. Now I right, can't I, change it? Uh, I'm gonna do, was, I'm gonna was do A generous. plus.
2: I'm now doing A plus, so I'm gonna counter your <laughs> I'm okay, sorry.
4: Average
0: now to an A minus. Nice. Game Bear,
4: I'm sorry. I'm giving you a D plus on that one.
3: <laughs>
4: yeah, now the grade's an A minus. Wow,
0: that is a map.
1: <laughs> now it's a I B.
3: <laughs> I would probably, I would probably play that map. <laughs> definitely, definitely one. Yeah.
2: Oh, no. Anyway, well. <laughs> number seven, hide and seek by Game Bear.
0: Yeah, it must be that. I can't imagine how much he paid for that one. <laughs> That's um, <great>. so <laughs> so it's a
2: It is. It is a. It's a. It's fun. It's great. I, I. don't know. I enjoy it. There's a lot of nostalgia involved for sure. But, sure. Um, okay. But uh, yeah. So because you did say, Mike, you know, kind of use your own rating rating scale. So there. That, I did. A lot of, so nostalgia is very high in that one.
0: I was prepared for a different one of his maps. I was not prepared for that. So the, the, the day is young. The day is young. Airwood's
4: bluff. <laughs> the day is young. Oh, we're, oh, we're going we're to hear it sometime. I'm sure. <laughs> All right.
0: Um, well my number six will just pale in comparison, but uh my number six is turmoil by a super frog uh, unlike <laughs> unlike the beautiful hide and seek it doesn't have a lot of one hex choke points and uh speed bumps it's uh <laughs> but it's about the same footprint maybe uh size wise so uh yeah, turmoil is a really good map um <laughs> sorry, I was not prepared for that uh yeah turmoil it's a very very good map um yeah, that one little tweak just really opened up kind of not really opened up, but just added that extra little bit of interest to the other side, to the left side, which was always a little bit uh, less attractive as a whole other than the two hex. Um, I really like the shadow ravines in the center. That works really well. Those those two hex or the level two uh, shadow paths that cut through. And it turns out you can engage every, every level three or four hex either in shadow or on road, which is really nice. Uh, adds a lot of counter play, but at the same time, it doesn't feel, you know, impossible for a range to win. It's definitely a melee friendly map. Um, I think melee has a very good shot into like a weight and fire army, but, uh, like rats, I, I saw a game where the rats just didn't even advance past that two hex to the left. They just like Q9 sat between the two trees to make it super hard to engage him. And the rats won that game. Um, you know, might have been the Knights players' fault a little bit, uh, but that's neither here nor there. You know, so it, it's a it's a it's a good map. It's got enough counterplay, enough options. Um, I found it worked really well actually for like reverse whip style armies, had some really good games, really interesting because the whole map was getting used, you know, you're moving around and you've got you've each got these different pieces and you're trying to, you know, really maximize value and placements matter and they're just placements on this map feel good. Like you just feel good moving on it and you just feel good landing on it. There's just so many good places you can land. and It's not like, man, it, it, you know, there's tons of speed bumps or something. You're just, you're just kind of, it's just a fun map to play on. It's, it's, yeah, it's a really good one. Uh, so that's Turmoil. I think it is definitely the best map of its combo. Um, so, yeah.
3: I uh w- was looking at this map the other day because we were looking at I was just looking at like different maps where you can get in, in five move, six move, whatever like where does that get you to on a bunch of different maps. And and kind of unrelated, I I saw that the uh level 3 dungeon 2 hex is an absolutely insane uh ring spot. Um it, it it hits 21 of the 29 road hexes on the map wow um Oof. like like all of the all of the road that like approaches is like is in a straight line of some kind uh from that
4: just funny um wow that's it's, it's uh, I gotta so go different. adjust my rating I'll be right back that's
1: right that's <laughs> right <laughs> just uh, where
4: I've got it
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh I have one other thing but I'll probably wait for it until it comes around a, a third time today. Um, my number six is uh remains of klyonesia that's how i always said that oh who knows who knows how you're supposed to say that anyway um i the, the one thing i wish was different about this map um is that like going right and hopping up felt better yeah like i wish it was just like more accessible um but like the jump from level one to level three and like you, you have just so much wasted move um, if you try to do that. Um, and there's times when it feels like you have to. And I, every time I do it, I'm like, this feels bad. Um, yeah. But I, I, you know, it, it's. I think it's pretty admirable in how accessible the center double road is um, from the start. Like it's pretty easy to get to level that level too, um, which is which is really helpful. Um, but yeah, I think it's um an example of a, a good a good things coming out of a uh contest. This was from a, a Gen Con map contest back in the day. Um this one and Fort Makeda. Oh cool. Um same same contest, same designer. Um same sets, 'cause that was the, that was the contest. Make a map with um one road and one castle. And there were some very interesting ones. I don't know if you remember that. There's a whole controversy about that because uh, somebody had a map that didn't look very good and it was getting a lot of votes, um, and I think it won or got second place. And people were like, oh, "Is he cheating?" Um, it was a big like tower castle map, like
1: yeah,
3: <laughs> like not not a not a Gen Con style map even back in 2010 or whenever this was. <laughs> was Anyway, but there were some r- r- real gems that came out of this one. This is one of the Ruins of Fort that came out of that contest. I don't remember what Game Bear made. I, th- I feel like Game Bear probably entered that contest. Um, yeah, but I I, I, uh, I-, I like the uh, level fours and like the the ruins like feel kind of helpful. Sometimes I wish it was easier to move around. Like that might be a, a map that benefited from double small ruin. Um, but then again, the, like the distribution of height is different on the two sides. So it wouldn't be that simple. Like one of them has one extra level four space versus the other okay. side. Um, but um, yeah, I, I in, in general, I like it. It suffers the one thing that I don't, it's not, it's not a problem, but some maps are like flabby on the edges just because they're uh, re- like rectangular maps in general. Like the height, you you want to go center, right? On remains you want to go towards the center, and it's like, what is all this expanse of level one doing? Well, it's not doing anything. It also doesn't hurt, but like, uh, it you know you could imagine that map being smaller and playing the same, but it's okay. It uh, it's I like how it how it goes anyway. There you go. There's my number six remains. Cool. Sure.
4: Uh my number six is my highest ranked non grounds Escape map. Um and it's uh it is one of mine. And I will definitely uh Mike, you, you mentioned something a second ago that I think is probably well is yeah, it's having an effect here. Um definitely have some recency bias here with uh with this one. Um <clears throat> especially with the uh with the latest ScapeCon map contest focusing on Marvel. Um, this map is Alta. Um, it's one of my uh, my recent favorites. Um, and I originally designed the map, if I'm not mistaken, because we were doing an ARV contest um, for Marvel maps. And, uh, you know, I <laughs> I realized, like, i didn't have a marble map and so you know i was kind of a proponent of you know if we're going to ask somebody to do this i should be able to do it <clears throat> and so uh came up with alta um i recognize it's probably yeah well no it's it's not quite as aesthetically appealing perhaps um and i wonder if part of the reason is because i use a dungeon set but once again like uh Jandar summoning circle, <laughs> um, the, most of the, the dungeon terrain, well, I did use the shadow, which was a good choice here, but, uh, all the dungeon terrain is, uh, is covered up. And, uh, Typhon has never forgiven me for that. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I made that decision on purpose just because with the Marvel, there's so much already going on with, uh, the way the different, uh, terrain looks that uh, i just decided not to introduce dungeon into the mix as well um but uh oh, i i really do like this map i like how it turned out with the the distribution of height through the center um i really like the road the road's useful vertically and horizontally um, for the most part i like where the the shadows placed um i didn't end up using all the outcrops and so the the three hex shadow pool i don't know that i like love it i kind of wish it was broken up so i could distribute that shadow a little bit better but uh it kind of ended up being what it uh what it was to use that three hex shadow most effectively um it's probably well it's one of my most open maps uh not a lot of line of sight blockers but uh yeah i just really like the height distribution um um, I like the road, I, I like for the most part where the shadow's placed, and just it's one of those maps where the whole thing gets played from my experience, and uh, yeah, so there's my number six, Alta.
3: It's, yeah, it's definitely one that got overlooked, um, I don't, for whatever reason, but it's, it's. I mean, I, I think one thing is it's hard to pick out like visually road from concrete on the right. side. Mm-hmm. anyway i'm, I'm yep. looking at it again i i really like that road and the, how the height goes around it and plus you did um trees in the middle of a seven hex so automatically a good map dude
4: you know <laughs> who i got that idea from oh man that's a super frog classic
2: <laughs> i was gonna guess bob ross
3: <laughs> <laughs> <his little> <laughs> haven't you seen the big uh the bigger video of me making a map, I I I am the Bob Ross of map making, according to Bigger. Oh, <laughs> see? Not according to me. According to Bigger.
2: <laughs> okay, uh, so my number six is kind of a two-parter. Uh, my number six. <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, hey, calm down, buddy. Listen, <laughs> It's it's my time to shine right now. Uh. My number six is uh, Fulcrum by Dignan, um, but um, with a uh, caveat of I think I like Dark Fulcrum better by Game Bear. But two things. It has two dungeon sets, and I have not played it on quite enough for me to make that decision. But I do feel in the near future it will overtake Fulcrum for me. Um, I, I, I really like the, just a little bit of change of the shadow for water for most of the most of the time. Uh, most of the placements there, I guess there's a little bit of water still on there, but I feel like that helps melee even more. Um, before Fulcrum, I, people people struggled with that little <coughs> island there, but with knights getting dispatched by Jandar, I did, I could give a crap. So, um, but I, it's a great little it's a great little dynamic map. I remember in the BOV when uh, Dignan first um, suggested this, I was like, dude, that looks stupid. I don't want to play on that. Um, so I voted no to review, but then every time I played on it, I was like, man. I actually, kind of like this map. Um, and then I kept playing on it more and kept playing on it more. I was like, okay, this is probably a good map. And then I played on it more. I was like, all right, this is this is this is probably the best Dignan map, probably because there's no bridge in the middle anywhere. But um, <laughs> but no, this is this is this is by far my favorite Dignan map. I really like Game Bear's um, uh, remix or remake of it. But once again, I have not played on it enough that I can uh, say for sure that it would overtake it. But I'm 90% sure it will in the future.
0: That was a good pick, Ken.
4: That was a good pick. I feel bad for the saying, audience not saying, being able to like see our faces here because I was totally laughing at Mike's response, <laughs> <laughs> just his visual like uh, putting his hand to his head. Like, are you trying to story.
2: say my other ones weren't good picks? I just want to be
3: clear. I, I was when you said it's going to be a two-parter. Right. Yeah, that <laughs> was going to say highways and byways, <laughs> both versions.
4: Hey, you need I, to I said, slow okay, down, is, down there,
3: Frog, because so there's still better.
4: five more to go. Okay. <laughs> I was like, is this Ken's way of just trying to get more maps? In yeah, the I was. Top 10?
0: <laughs> and the context is before we started recording, he said, actually, he had 15 maps. So I thought he, <laughs> this is how he was getting through all 15. Yeah. Yeah.
4: I thought the same thing, Mike. So. <laughs>
0: all right. My number five, I'm not really going to talk about. It's already been talked about. And I highly I have to believe it's on Ken's. It's in Ken's top five. Um. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Anyways, this is the, in my opinion, this was like the classic lava map. This is uh, Stygian Rift by Typhoon. You know, I think this is still his best map to date. Um, at least the ones I've played. Well, that new version Odin Web looks so good, but this one is really good. I mean, what Superfrog mentioned about the way he placed those rock outcrops to split up those sevens. Um, Superfrog had mentioned it recently. It's something I've been thinking for a while. Is is the annoyance that those seven hexers cause with the lava because it just ends up being so much lava, you know, and then if you ever just put all four together, like that's how you would often, you you know, you'd used to see, and still you see some people do this with lava, right? They'll put all the sevens together. It's like, Oh my God, no. Uh, you know, that's, it's just horrible. Right. So I I really like how he kind of cut them up, you know, using those outcrops that the, the end of round dynamic of, Am I going to, you know, stay on lava or am I going to get into shadow? Just in general, do I want to be on lava or shadow? Shadow just does such a good job counteracting the lava. It's like it's a natural pairing, right? Um, you know, I, there's really very little I would change, you know, people mention those molten lava hexes. I also wonder like if, you know, if you look at the map uh, going left, there's like the the lava extends all the way to the edge of a of a dungeon 7 like if you just shave off that that very last hex of lava like so that there's that nice there'd just be like this little smooth level two path around the edge like would that just be better like same with like on the right side similar deal like there's that i mean i like having that level three um dungeon hex over there but at the same time often what it feels like is just is very it's kind of difficult to go sides at all right so it really pushes the action towards the middle which is good because the action should happen in the middle as as a, as a general rule but you know, I, I am curious, like, could you just, like, improve flanking just a little bit by just, like, adjusting those couple tiles on each, you know, the one tile that's rightmost on each side that prevents a nice, smooth, you know, level two path through there, um, you know, that's such a minor thing, I'm, I still love the map, I think it's fantastic, um, you know, I'm not advocating even for it to change. It's just one of those things that just popped in my mind as I was looking at it again right now, you know, is, you know, would that would that maybe improve it just a little bit? I don't know. But again, the map is fantastic. Um, I said I wasn't going to talk about it, but I just like the map too much, I guess. So uh, Sijin <laughs> Rift, uh, yeah,
1: just a classic map. Oh, it's my turn. Yeah. Um, I got another
3: uh, Typhoon map. Uh, it's my highest highest map. I mean, we're, we're getting re- way up there, right? So pretty much all of these, all but one of my top five are the highest by that person. Um, so uh, number five is Dance of the Dryads, which is way higher than either of you have it. Um, but maybe I'm just channeling a little bit of Ken because it only uses one dungeon set and using two dungeon sets is right out. No, I'm actually just always a big, fan of like lava and road combo and i i like this one and it just it just i don't know it just like feels like it stretches like everything you can out of uh the sets um i think it does suffer just a a little bit of like there's like level zero shadow that like doesn't matter like level zero shadow is just almost almost never a good idea um, as, as far as like, as a player, right? Like you're, you're not going to go there, which, uh, but sometimes you need, you need spaces and they might as well be what you have left over. So um, that's not to say that, that it's not a, like it's a deal breaker for a map maker, but um, I, I've had some, some fun games on this. I've ha- I had a game where uh, if you know, Boreos, the C3V uh air elemental. It was a uh like a draft format and I had drafted Boreos and my opponent had drafted Talangle. Anyway, but I set up this spot where <laughs> I picked up my opponent's Talangle and set him down next to like two two line of sight blockers and in the middle of two other figures. I think it was heat of battle or something, some stupid format. Anyway, I put him down and the opponent gets to choose the placement. But the only available placements for him to choose were all molten lava. Wow. um, um and, and uh he died um <laughs> it's pretty much is pretty much a gg on that map anyway um so you know the fun stories you can tell about molten lava i i still don't like molten lava but that's okay um uh, yeah it, it just gets a lot out of a out of a little bit um and uh so i, I think it's economical distinct and uh holds up pretty well so
2: the answer is yeah i i i like this map quite a bit actually um it would be higher on my list but i just haven't quite played it enough um so i've only played on it maybe like four or five times i really need to play on it some more but it, it's it would definitely be in my top 10 if i'd probably played on it another five times so
4: well uh my uh, my number five is no longer my number five because it got demoted so uh we might as well just skip to the next one (laughs) uh turmoil um by super frog um lots been said about it um just the flow is so nice um mike mentioned that um and i love the way and mike also mentioned this too the way you've got the interaction between the height the road and the shadow path um I think is uh, is just fantastic um one of my uh one of my map making nitpicks and i think i uh, well no i did mention this in my uh, in my review of the map for wargrounds escape i don't love glyphs on level zero and if you want to know why you can go read that review again um but uh here uh i think it works uh it, it works all right with the way that uh, line of sight blockers are placed um yeah just uh, those shadow lanes are awesome yeah that dynamic between the shadow lanes the road and the height i think is so well done and i think this is one of those maps that looks uh, that looks really simple perhaps but then like the depth of the gameplay you know makes you realize why like wow there actually is a, a lot here and this this is a solid map so turmoil by super frog
3: what I was going to say about it earlier is uh, the one thing that I think is interesting about it is that I did did not uh, cannibalize any of the outcrops. Uh, and like, I, I do that a lot. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Outcrops are shadow, but like all the outcrops are on this map, um, which I don't always do. But only eight shadow spaces, but like really at least six of them are very, very integral to the map. And the other two... Yeah. You know also also see some play but yeah no you
1: made them count okay uh my number five um this is probably
2: my favorite current map um i would say in three years i could see this actually be number two um but the other ones i just have so many more plays on but this is a drider by ulysses um i i i ex- I can't say enough positive things about this map. I, I enjoy the, I enjoy its footprint. I enjoy its dynamic gameplay. I love the fact that we got the freaking castle, uh, or the the uh, the castle door frame in the map. Um, I, I have played this game. This is one of the maps I always have set up, ready to play with uh, whoever wants to play. I've taken it to the last couple Midwest Melees, all the last couple KenCon. It didn't actually go to KenCon this year, but it went to like the <laughs> previous three. Um. I can't say enough positive things about this map. If you guys have not played a uh, Drider by Ulysses, go out and play it. The one thing I will say, cause I was talking to Mike about this probably, I don't know. I want to say like last week, it was probably more like a year ago. Um, the, the, the concern about uh, the concern about the glyph, not by the glyph um, on the opposite side of the castle door frame. So the one by the, uh, uh, I don't know the three, the threes stone, slag, slagmite type, whatever. Um, he's like, that looks like a good NILF perch. And I was like, Oh, I don't think I played NILF on that map yet. And then I did. And I was like, Oh, Mike was right. Um, so that was, that was, I mean, the good news is I still beat that, um, but it was against my, you know, 12 year old, 12 year old son. So, you know, take that with a grain of salt. But, um, I I just love, I, I love the, you know, the maneuvering on the road. I love the little shadow in the middle that you can come across if you need to. Um, the, the, yeah, anyway, so I'm just going to keep talking about it, but uh, that would be Dryder by Ulysses. My number five, but I could see at least be my number two in the next couple of years.
0: You, you're talking about the little the, the two-hex perch over towards the glyph side?
2: No, no, the row because if you get Nilf up there and you can block it off with the green scales, it's really hard to knock him off that.
4: Yeah, that central yeah. perch with dragon yeah. builds is... Yeah is brutal but like this map honestly uh, thinking about it like i i wish i'd actually included this in my top 50 because like it is a really impressive map i think for the for the terrain that it uses um it's just yeah unfortunately that central spot is just way too strong with uh with dragons uh, green scale
0: do you need those two outcrops or could could you just remove those two small outcrops and just leave the shadow there
4: um, Ulysses made an update. That's exactly what he did. Um, that's what I recommended to him in, uh, in my first review for ARV. Great. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, even, even when you take out those outcrops, that central position still just a little bit too strong. Um, but it definitely I, helps.
2: I think, I think specifically for Dragon Build though. Um, yeah, 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 I, yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause I found, I found most of the other gameplay, like not like it's it's a back and forth um it's it's not like oh this army but like once i busted out nilf i was like oh okay i mean it was good for me because i had to think hard to try and beat it but um but yeah so but but minus minus the nilf perch i guess um i I think it's i think it's an amazing map
0: yeah i gotta play this one this is like this is possibly, this is one of the biggest oversights right now for just what, like maps I haven't got to play yet. So yeah, definitely one I got to try. Um, hmm. Yeah, I'll take, I'll, I'll take another look at that later. I, I think, I think I see some things that could be done. Um, Anyways, my number four, so my number four and number three are actually pretty, Um, I don't want to say they're that similar, but they are somewhat similar. I actually realized all of my top four, first of all, are split starting zone maps, which is pretty interesting. Um, I don't know if I'm just like more predisposed to liking them or just like these maps I already liked and they have split starting zones. Uh, so my number four... Um, and I'm actually just going to flip the order of these right now, uh, just like I flipped the order of a different pair earlier because nobody will know. So my number four, I'm going to say, is Desolation by Flash. Um, you know, no... No spoilers as to what the three might be. It's just a really, really good map. um You know, two swarm Ken won't like it, but if you're willing <laughs> to play a two swarm map with just one expansion, just a jungle set, man, everything's just placed so smartly. Flash does exactly what he usually does, which is the nice smooth level two everywhere. Um, the jungle's placed well. There's, you know, it's Flash, so of course there's no level three covered. Uh, there's just, there's just enough interest with the height placements. You know, those, um, the three hexes are, are pretty strong, but they've never felt like they don't feel even as strong as the three hex and the two hex in the bottom of Takala Sunrise, right? Just because of how much other height there is in the area with that seven hex right there. Those one hex areas, like uh, those one hexers, like next to the hive, um, I think I've only ever I, I think I've only ever seen railing go there once and it wasn't a good decision that game and they got punished for it. Like it's just too far forward in my opinion. And you're oftentimes better off putting her in the middle of the, kind of the safe level two, you know, on either side of the hive. Um, you can just protect so much easier there, like that. Yeah, it's it's a height hex, but at the same time, it's so far forward. You know, I found it's very easy to attack that position, um, especially because you can take one of those two hills and then you, you're swinging down into whatever's trying to, you know, protect her. Um, so, yeah, it's it's a really good map. I played on the original version and I thought it was pretty good. Um, you know, I had some suggestions and then Flash updated it. Um, but then, kind of never really did anything with it. Um, I was looking for a map. It filled the, it filled what I wanted out, of, you know, for last year. And I, I asked him to take another look at it, suggesting another couple changes, and he made those. And that's that's what we got right now. It's yeah, it's a really really good map. Doesn't play quite as big as you would think. Um, you know, it, it the map doesn't feel as big, and and part of that is the smooth pathing. It's just so easy to move from point A to point B. You're, it's so easy to be protected by jungle while you're doing it too, so even if you're getting shot at it's just not a it's just not a huge deal um yeah this is a really good map uh desolation
1: My number four
3: is I get to be the first one to talk about this one there's <laughs> a worm walk by Panopticon. um. What a what a map. Um, this is also one of the one of the, <clears throat> the lava maps that comes up. Um, I I really think that this map has like one fault, which is that it just uses so much stuff. <laughs> um, um, but basically every game I played on Wormwalk is 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 really fun. Um, and it's so wide, but like, you know i can just think of so many times that i've just like sent dudes running across the map and like the road gets you to pretty effectively to everywhere you want to go um and the like immediate like hi i am on level three lava or level four or whatever that is um you can do from the center um it it is super unique um and uh but it's it's like you know, you gotta go. You gotta keep going from there, right? To get to get into the action. Um, the the like safe side hills, uh, the treasure glyphs, see play. The uh, normal glyphs sometimes see play. Um, there's just uh, there's just so much you can do on it. Um, you know, either half of the map is fun, the whole map, but you know, there's enough to play between them. Um, I really like it a lot. Um, and this one, it's not the split of the start zones that like makes it good, but like the the width of the start zone, right? And when you're doing that with seven hexes, like the it's gonna be it's gonna be split to some degree. Um, but having that like super wide start setup um, really helps make the map play how it needs to play. Um, anyway, really really good map. I'm sure, we'll hear more about it coming up
4: how about right now yeah <laughs> yeah Wormwalk walk is my number four too um yeah i uh, yeah second what you said um i think the overall dynamics within the map are fantastic um the map feels uh i kind of stole this phrase from uh from big uh it, it it feels very like rock paper scissor-esque in that uh you, you know it's just like um, there are different, different things that you can do, right? There's so much depth, um, you know, different advantages. And it's like, you know, well, well something gives an advantage in one circumstance, right? Like, like the lava, the, the level four lava, you know, coming left out of the, the start zone. Um, just like the way lava is placed on the map and then like in that central area, Um, limits, you know, what would be a a really, really strong position in a good way by forcing development further into the map. Um, Yeah, but I would say maybe, uh, you know, in addition to the fact that it just uses so much terrain, um, I feel like there is a little bit of yours and mine when it comes to the glyphs. Um, um, A six-move flyer, you know, you can get a Phantom Knight. On the, on the glyph um, coming from the right side, so it can feel a little bit easier to uh, to kind of control that that glyph. But once again, in terms of like the rock paper scissors aspect of it, it's like there's you know coming left out of your start zone. You've also got some really nice height there with that level four uh, with that level four lava piece. Um, I think the shadow tiles are placed fantastic. The road is really good and just. Yeah, this is one of those maps where as you're playing a game on it, it's like you don't feel like you're fighting the map, but there's, I feel like there's like just an optimum amount of thought that's required to play the map most effectively. So, number four, Wormwalk. Uh,. My
2: number four is not Wormwalk. Sorry to disappoint. <laughs> um, it is a, but it is it is a classic. Highways and Dieways by UPC. Um, great map, melee friendly. Um, it's been used for years. Um, I'd be interested to know where you guys had it on your guys' list, as I'm assuming you guys had it somewhere. But Flash hasn't uh, had it yet. Oh, Flash
3: hasn't had it yet. I haven't. Oh Mike buddy. Mike and I had a fourteen both had it at a fourteen. Okay. So pretty, yeah. pretty high. Yeah. So uh,
2: I mean I mean and like the swarm edition's great too, but um I'm not I'm not doing a two-parter, Mike.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Highways and dieways by UPC. If you haven't played on it, play on it. It's a classic map. Lots of good decision making. Very very melee friendly. The trees are this is one of the times the trees really do an excellent job of blocking line of sight. Um, like, like the way I think they should be played. Um, I mean, cause a lot of times people play trees and they just kind of get in the way. Um, but this one, they actually do an excellent job of blocking a lot of, uh, sight lines, I guess, or line of sight. So.
1: Yeah, it's a good pick.
0: Um, my number three, I guess we're already up to three. Um, it's the second of these two maps that are, I guess, you know, somewhat similar, you know, they're both scape one map contest maps. They both have a lot of safe level two staging grounds that you can then move forward through the map through with very smooth level two pathing, of course, throughout. Um, this is honor. This is my favorite snow map. Uh, I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. This is just such a good map. in in my opinion, uh, Just I I just love the center. I just love those the placement of those snow drifts in the center like that, breaking up the road, you know, that that single hex that's just outside that each player gets like, yeah, Raylan sometimes end up there, but it's not like it's not it's not broken. You know, it's a it's a good spot for her to go, but it's not it's not like super crazy. Um there's enough safe level three as well. Like there's not a ton of it, but there's enough of it to where it feels nice to move up to there. You've got that one hex of uh, level four as well on the outsides by the glyph. Um, yeah, I mean, not a, not a ton I can say other than, I mean, I liked this map. I liked the first version enough to where I was, you know, I, I gave some feedback on some stuff that I would change. Um, cause I played it like basically right when the contest ended, um, and and just even that first game, I was like, wow, I really like this the the split starting zones on this map. I know uh, Super Frog isn't as big of a fan of of them. I I really like them. Um, I think I, I just love that dynamic that it adds, and and the uh, you know, the choices you have to make right away, and how the games kind of like spread more than. You know, uh, I was saying earlier how less of a map sees play. And that's true to an extent on this map. But if you have bigger armies or just like faster units in general um, or range units in general, you know, range units tend to want to move around on it. Or if one person, you know, um, if you've got like a, you know, a screen or something as well, it, it changes things. Um, yeah, I really wish we had the finals footage of ScapeCon 1 still because, uh, you know, this map in the finals just absolutely it was just phenomenal so that that was just such a such an amazing game to watch um you know with weird weird armies uh you know mm-hmm. non-bonding glads and uh you know but they're so they're like on the snowdrifts and like tandras is like moving from one to another just hacking away while Moltenclaw is trying to burn stuff and like you know there's a squad of hounds running loose and just like it's just chaos right but it's that beautiful chaos that makes like you know, this isn't about reverse the whip right now, but that's what make those reverse whip armies so much fun. Is that like the, just so much jockeying for positioning so much decision-making, you know, holy crap, you know, order marker there who would have thought, you know, all of a sudden Sam Brown is fire than rushing and getting a glyph, like just like just wild stuff, you know, just what a narrative. So it's just such a, and the map just facilitated it so well. So, you know, is that coloring my opinion? Maybe a little, but again, I had played on it quite a bit. I just, I just loved it. It was just so good. Um, it's a, it's a good map for Gruts, too, which I always like. Um, you know I can set up with Aerogrus pretty pretty decently. so yeah, it's a good one. honor um, my number three.
2: Uh, what I will say about split start zones in this map in particular, I've actually played on this map probably four or five times and I, I do actually enjoy it quite a bit, but still not quite uh, haven't played on it quite enough to make a, a, a solid decision but the, like especially this one, how far apart the start zones are it's it's actually uh, pretty good ra- Raylan mitigation um, because you can't cover both sides and if you're gonna fly her straight to the center, you got nobody there to protect her yet either. So um so that's what that's one thing I did like specifically about this map that I noticed when I played against it. Some fools had Rayland and they lost surprise. but um, <laughs> that's what usually happens when you bring Rayland against melee. so
3: <laughs> I hadn't really thought about that with split start zones. But, like, yeah, you, I mean, you can still do Raylan if you have a small army, but, like, you can't have Raylan protect a whole chunk of humanity or or orcs either, you know.
0: Raylan with the orcs? <laughs> Gross.
3: Hey, who knows? Why are you letting this guy on the podcast?
0: Hey, you're the guy that played Raylan with orcs.
2: Listen, I was under a lot of pressure back then, okay?
3: My number three is uh, Drauger by MadWookie. Um, it's um, definitely one of my favorite snow maps. It's also embarrassingly enough, uh, speaking of how how um, unqualified I am to be on a podcast, uh, this is this is the site of my only tournament victory of all time. Um, I've played in far fewer tournaments than some of the rest of you, but anyway. Um, it was it was a good one but um lots of second place finishes but those never really uh none of those maps are on my top 10 um uh, anyway so i i i have at least one super it was a very close game came, came r- right down to it uh um filthy has uh footage of this game Uh, he, he streamed it um it was uh eradicators versus heracles in a VCV VC something bring to, um, and I, I made some blunders at the end and all, almost gave it away. Um, but um, yeah, I, I really like it. One thing that I was uh, noticing as I just was trying to re- remember the the good things about this map is like, for for like the the time, I guess is one way to say it. Like it has so much like it has such strong pathing, I think. Like, there's level, there, there's really continuous level one, there's continuous level two. I, I think that, like, it is a little unequal. Like, the one side is level two and the one side is level one, and I think that tends to lead towards, a like, a, a left um, push for some, some armies, but um, both of those are, are, are pretty much, like, they get you to where you want to go. Um, and then even the level one side... There's like the little step up to level two, and then that c- continues pretty much through. Um, doesn't quite go side to side, which is unfortunate. But this map also has like the four hex glacier in the center as opposed to the um, six. And that really just helps like things move around. Um, it's kind of fun, like just looking at it and looking at what is um, like what has symmetry with what. You have like, since the four hex glacier is in the center then you have a four a hex um the other four hex is mirrored with a three and one and then the other three is mirrored with um the three outcrop because it's got that one dungeon set um and then you have an odd number of out uh single glaciers because you use the one but then since you have an odd number of single outcrops it all matches up um anyway um that's that's uh that's Draugr, and I just got to make my last pitch that we did, nobody cares about the hive.
1: <laughs> embrace, embrace the
3: aesthetics, man. Embrace the aesthetics. Go back, let's go back to the version of Draugr where the, the snow hexes were uh, distributed nicely. <laughs> yeah, soapbox over, but there you go. Number three is Draugr.
0: They were in the back of the starting zone, right? They were, but they were like all like talk about abusable.
3: Yeah, maybe.
0: They were maybe, all yeah. isolated in the back, so like it, you could just like maybe if put, you had
3: maybe put them in twos like across the front.
0: Yeah, in maybe the right, front, okay. But... Not not yeah. in the back though. That was like, oh my lord. Fair. Just gonna sit fourth mass there and make them come, you know, or just like Vida Range, right? Just Vida Range never leave the start zone if there's no Wanock on it.
1: Yeah. Man.
4: Did uh Superfrog, did Bigga get uh get that on ten points under? Because I feel like mm-hmm. I remember watching that game.
3: No, it's on, uh, I think it might be on, uh, Q23. Is that, is that filthy or whoever filthy is? It's on his Twitch and maybe it did get on 10 points under as well. Maybe it did. Cause I think I remember doc casting it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah no, I, I think that no. sounds right. I, think, I it, think it was, I think it, I think it was it there as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah, cuz I was going to say I feel like I remember this game and yeah, just it being a very just down to the wire. It
3: was ending. so down to the wire. We both yeah. had swings for the win.
4: Yeah. I think. <laughs> All right. Well, uh my number 3 is highways and Dieways. And uh interestingly enough, um so <laughs> my process for uh for ranking my maps uh it it took a while anyway so i I did a pub meeple right and uh and ranked and actually when i first ranked at highways and dieways was i want to say it was number 12 or number 13 when i originally did it and then as i saw it there i was just like you know what highways and dieways it's highways and dieways like (laughs) yeah i know all of us have played it 50 bajillion times probably but it's like when you think tournament map right, i feel like when most people in the community think tournament map like the most classic kind of uh you know tournament map it's uh it's highways and dieways um i am not familiar enough with the history to know like exactly when it came out i'm sure you two both uh both know super Frog and mike when it uh january, when it came out
0: january 2006
4: january 2006 um pre bov
0: bov wasn't even a thing
4: wow yeah but uh i mean it seems like this has kind of been one of the this probably is like the oldest tried and true that still holds up today um Yeah. yeah so it's like i mean we could definitely you know nitpick on the on the issues that it has um I personally don't love the bottleneck out of the start zone. Um, I mean, when I talked about fulcrum, I talked about, you know, how I don't love splashing my units. Um, And uh, it's definitely, you know, it's heavy on line of sight blockers, you know, so that the trees are effective in blocking line of sight. But, uh, like, it still holds up to today's standards, I think, for a map of it. Gosh, is pushing on 20 years old, right? To still hold up to today's standards. Man, in in my book, that deserves a top three. So, Highways <laughs> and Dieways, classic, classic map that uh, really, I think, just had a huge impact on bringing, uh, helping out melee. Yeah.
1: For sure. Good
2: choice. Uh, my number three. You guys have already talked about it, and it's uh, Stygian Rift by Typho. Type, How the Typh- really crap do you say his name?
4: Um,
2: <laughs> he, and um, uh, I call this the the chain fighters Home Turf. Um, oh yes, it is. It's the mm-hmm. fighters Home Turf. I love this map. Um, I like the molten lava where it is. Doc can go jump jump in a <laughs> pool somewhere if he wants to, but um. <laughs> I, I, a pool the dynamic gameplay with the lava is really the yeah. the, the non molten lava, the lava field or whatever is really great. Um, I even like the positioning of the glyphs, um, and even that initial decision when you come out of your start zone, like that. I think that lava, or that molten lava, helps dictate, like uh, helps you make a choice right away. Like, oh crap, um, should I head towards the middle? Should I go to the right to the glyph, or should I go contest the other glyph? So I, I I've had many games on this that I've enjoyed. Um, I continue to have many games on this that I'm sure I'm going to enjoy in the future. But this is, like, I think somebody somebody said, like, like when they think of lava, they think of this map. Um, This is a map that I would always have built if it didn't have two Battle for the Underdarks. Um, And and Typhoon, just so you know, if you make this with one, you might get the number one spot on my list. But with two, like, the best you're going to get is three, bud. (laughs)
0: Well, especially with uh, especially with Drider taking the spot, right? It's gonna fall to number four. Typhoon will be devastated.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, if he makes this with one master, with one battle for the underdark, he might he might be able to beat out Dryder.
0: Um, so we'll see.
1: <laughs>
0: All right, I guess I have to make a choice. Um. For me, I, I had like even before, so I pub pulled it. But even then, I knew I, I had a top two. I knew what my top two maps were, and it was gonna. It was basically two, and then forty eight. It was you know figure out everything else, and uh, the the gap between the top two for me and and any other gap in the list is larger. Um, but the gap between the one and the two is is a lot smaller. Um, so my number two is Aeon by Flash Nineteen. This is the best flash map of all time, um, definitely my favorite. This is, I think, a modern classic. This is just, a, it's just an excellent, excellent map. I, if if you said right now I could keep one map up for the next like three years, this is what I would pick. You know, and it wouldn't be, well, I shouldn't say it wouldn't be close. Uh, I would narrowly pick this over my number one, but we'll get there. You know, soon. Um, just, I, I just love this map. I, I think it's a couple things i think the pathing is just so smooth i i just really like um you know both flash and Superfrog. i've talked about this map already in, in a previous episode but I, I really like the ring around the tree right though those um the, the grass level three there that one hex of level four does just enough adds just enough interest the road going up to it and and this is what i call like it's never caught on and it'll never catch on but you know like i called it road blending you know just because like i paint some right so like you know if you like wet blend at all where you're blending like one color into the next like that smooth transition that's kind of how this has always like appeared to me in my brain right and this map does you know a a pretty good job of that it blends that road right into the level three you know i guess you could call it a little bit of a speed bump but it's really not a big deal it's easy enough to get through there um but frankly, the road isn't too strong. you know, it's just there's so much room to develop up the sides and and you know, not go just on the road. And even when you're developing out of the start zone, you' a lot of your development spots are on are onto those nice level two grass uh, tiles as well, um even going center, right? So, It's just – it's one of, if not the most balanced uh, roadmaps I've ever played. I think it's more balanced than Highways and Dieways. I think it's more balanced than pretty much any other – and when I say balanced, I mean for the range versus melee game. And I think if anything, it skews towards range, and that's like such a feat for a roadmap to do that. You know, I just – I've – I mean this is the map I got, you know, destroyed on in a top sixteen by a single squad of aerogruts and a single swag just wrecking my Romans and you know, and I still love the map, so that's that's just a testament, <laughs> you know, to how good it is. I uh got over it. So um <laughs> yeah, uh, actually ScapeCon footage should be going up, you know, fairly shortly. You'll see a game of me just high rolling uh advantage on it with a single squad of aerogruts, not even a swag into zombies where I just hit skulls every single time um it was it was great uh, i I think by the end I lost like I don't know one or two squads like it was it was rough but uh you know I had fun um and evan's a good sport so <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyways yeah this is just such a fantastic map you know the ro- the Raylan perch is good but not unbeatable um the the slight asymmetry between the three and the two I'm always a sucker for to, to make it work for that rock path around it um yeah. Uh, another game I got to watch uh Hounds role play on in twenty twenty one uh was him against uh infected sloth in top eight and again what a game to watch. So just just a great map.
2: I have a uh I, I've actually I actually beat Evan on this uh two months ago with my fire elementals against his north and, and against his uh Knights and Fourth Mass. But um so he's lost two games on this map that we know of Mike. But <laughs> One, one question for you, though, because uh, I've played on this map a good number of times. Do you ever see gameplay uh, by the glyphs in the sand? I feel like every time I played, the glyphs are kind of ignored.
0: I have, and I've seen games actually where that ends up becoming kind of the focus, is, and, and like the person going right especially ends up hiding units behind the ruin and being able to shoot down and then the other person has to make a play around the ruin i've seen that it might not be it's not an every game thing and um you know i think that's a criticism a criticism you can make is that the glyphs are a little spread um i haven't seen both glyphs get used if that answers your question more right it's not going to be a map where the absolute whole thing is going to be used but honestly i don't see that much in most maps anyways in general but um yeah, I, I I have a couple distinctive memories playing reverse whip style games, uh, where you know the glyph areas did see a good amount. Even like Emery uh, when he was playing against uh, Nathan on this map. Uh, in fact, it's Like like Nathan developed up like his brave arrow and his um his brave arrow and like with Tharacus up onto the onto the level three rock behind the ruin there, right? And, and it kind of was bringing Mohicans around that side like that. Uh, I think there was a Wanock on the map, but I could be mistaken. It's been, you know, two years. So, um, yeah, that was a long way of saying, like, I think so. Um, but, again, not, not in every game occurrence.
1: My number two is... My second
3: highest ranked game bear map
1: uh,
3: is to call a sunrise, um, and that's kind of high. I we we uh, it should be high, but uh, probably maybe a little higher than it deserves. Some people put uh, highways and dieways higher than it deserves by a couple. Where I give it give it the little nod. I think, <laughs> I think to call a sunrise for me um, takes that because. I just feel like it's it's more, like, ambitious than Highways and Dieways uh, ever was, right? Like, Highways and Dieways is relatively straightforward. I, I mean, there's so much to do on it, but, right, it's just, like, there's some road around some, um, some heights. And that was not a super common concept, and so, like, maybe I'm not giving it enough credit, but Takala Sunrise is, like, manages to be big with only one swarm and one... Um, and one uh, jungle, which uh, jungle doesn't add size to a map. Like, I don't I don't know how that works. Um, it makes good use of level zero. Um, you know, there's the speed dumps, but then like you have like a lot of the map through the middle is level zero. It's kind of impressive. It's fully asymmetric, except that it's also mirror symmetry, but not really. Like if you ever try to go find like a, a top down of the map, and uh draw a line through the center, like it is not
1: uh
3: you know it's not a straight line um but like it is, but it doesn't doesn't follow any any predictable pattern of hexes um but you know each side is is pretty uh pretty much the same, but you know like there's a different flavor to it anyway i there's there's just so much to 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 like about the map um the you know, both glyphs often see play, right? Probably the one, honestly, the one on the sand side, I think sees less. Um, but, of course, there's always play around the glyph. So, like, you can always, like, you know, you can always hint at it. Um, but I don't know. It's It hardly uses anything. Super distinct. Um, super good gameplay. Um, and we forgive the speed dumps. So, Sunrise, <laughs> number two.
4: <laughs> well uh my number two is my highest ranked game bear map and that is bad moon rising <clears throat> um this is one of those maps where just the more i play on it the more i realize how much i like it <laughs> um i think i was really turned off on this map for a long time because i feel like this was uh doesn't uh, doesn't Game Bear use the uh, the castle the bottom castle pieces in yeah. the yeah okay yeah. I don't I don't know if that was uh, if he was one of the first to do that if this map was one of the first to to do that Super Frog's I'm nodding sure. so okay sure. okay well I remember when I was first starting um, and uh, I mean I got into Hero Escape when did I start playing oh, 2016 I think is when I uh, when I sp- Played my very first game of Euroscape uh, mid 2016. I could be wrong there, um, but uh, <clears throat> yeah. So it's like you know, as I'm starting out getting my collection, I remember uh, you know getting a Rise of the Valkyrie and a you know a fortress set, and having to snap those pieces together, the castle bases to the castle pieces. I remember having my first one and it came with some of them separated and having to snap those together and just cringing inside every time like I had to snap one together. And and anyway, the reason I bring all that up is I remember seeing this map and there's like, are you kidding me? You want me to take apart those things? Like, heck no. Like, I am not taking those things apart. And that was back when I, you know, maybe didn't have enough uh, terrain to, you know, bolster the 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 bottom well now i would have decided rise of the valkyrie and it was a while before i got dungeons up but anyway um but uh, yeah i remember that really turning me off on uh, on the map but yeah as i've as i've played it like this map is just fantastic um i love the shadow pool um I would say probably the biggest thing I don't like about the map is how like some of the battlements seem to be in weird spots. Um, I like I prefer aesthetically for the battlements to be a little bit more like clumped together instead of just like a single one stuck here and a single one stuck here, and uh, and so on. But actually, I, I like the two roads. I think it works. Um, I love being able to to move through the middle. Um, the your height my height seven hexes i mean you know i was worried about that i was like oh, i don't know if this is the best but just as i played games on it i just think you know the amount of time it takes to really get established on that along with like the counter and the shadow through the middle i just yeah it's it's an excellent map that uh that i love so number two bad moon rising
2: My number two is not my uh final game bear map, but um it is also <laughs> to call it is also to call sunrise. Um played on this game played on this map a hundred times, much like Frog said, it's it seems like it's a very large map for what it is. Um it's not uh it's fairly it's fairly symmetrical, but not quite. Um and and I agree, I do think the glyph um down by, uh, the glyph on the lower level does see gameplay, uh, uh I guess maybe it's the same level, but the not on the sand does see the gameplay way more. And I feel like that one's usually contested over, but I do think if the one up there by the two, um, jungle trees, if it was something pretty powerful, then that, that would switch the dynamic to where we're going. Um, but I also think this is the, map that i beat advantage on for the cha- man i just beat that guy all the time poor guy <laughs> uh, for the the championship for uh 2018 with with, with haramato uh in tow so that, that so there may be a little bit of nostalgia there but it, it's an excellent map and uh does anybody know the year this came
3: out off chance um, okay. uh 2008 but i'm not sure about that
2: okay
0: yeah so one- it has it has to be 07 or 08 for sure. So once
2: again, 15 years later and it's still an amazing map. So,
0: yeah, you could, uh, Ken, you could check our history of maps show notes that you were part of, uh, 2008.
2: Or you could and just tell me what it said. <laughs> well, I just did. So <laughs> worked out great.
0: Yep. All right. My number one already been talked about by both flash and uh, super frog today. For those that know me, this isn't particularly a surprise. Um, this is Wormwalk. I up until Aeon, this was my clear number one, and even still, I think this is my number one. I just love this map. This is my favorite lava map, you know, by a mile. Um, I, you know, I guess it's technically also my favorite dungeon and favorite road map, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, it's just such a such a good map. Um, it's just how well. Like almost every hex seems to be placed. You know, there's a couple weird things about it, uh, a couple quirky things that, you know, I wish were different. Um, but as a whole, you know, it, it really, if you just look at those center heights, right, that kind of the seven hex, and you've got, you know, the one hex is blocked by an outcrop. You've got a level four lava tile there, above two level three uh, rock tiles, above two level two shadow tiles. Right. And then you've got the road running past there as well, all, all around it. Um, that dynamic, you know, that I just, I just love that, you know, where you go somewhere, your opponent goes somewhere else then to get height over you. And then you can get height over them, but that height's not safe because it's lava, you know, um, those shadow spaces are really nice, but they give up height, you know, just, there's just so much to like about that. There's the smooth level two that runs like all around the outside kind of, um, you know, maybe that like one hex that that maybe that one hex of road at the end of the level one should be a level two. That way there's a nice smooth level two path. But like maybe that's too strong or something. I don't know. Um, you know, some of there's some quirky stuff like the molten lava placements. You know, if those were like level two dungeon, right. Instead, like there's that one hex of level two dungeon there. That's just always kind of been like a weird spot. Like maybe that just makes the map better, honestly, because like I've seen like dragons like up on that two hex and just being really strong uh you know i've done that with like nilfheim before so just like a couple like minor things but for the most part you know i think this map is just so good um yeah just such a such a good map um this is that's that's it it's just really really good development is decent you know road is well placed and the shadows are well placed as well you know again another minor thing like maybe you could like Like maybe you could just like flip how that like two hex lava and that tree is placed going left out of the start zone, so that way the two hex is adjacent to the road because like again Mm -hmm. sometimes you see like a dragon or something up there. So like you know, and at the end of the day, if these tweaks have to be made, like they could get made and they'd be really easy to make and really wouldn't change the map drastically. You'd still be playing almost exactly the same map because again for me the part of that map that's just so good are those those seven hexers you know in the center there. They're just the, the dynamics that those create is just perfect and it's it's the best dynamics i've seen out of lava pre-forced fire forced fire might it doesn't quite trump it for me but you know those those side i've talked about that at length um you know both in my review and and i think on here before with forced fire but i just love when there's such interesting decisions with lava so yeah uh this is and it does it with one hex of lava there like come on that's crazy yeah. so um yeah my number uh my number 1 wormwalk
3: good one my number 1 uh, obviously we've talked about this one before um another game bear so if we're talking about being sponsored by game bear i have i have 3 game bears in my top 10 so that's not nothing um uh, it's bad moon rising um i think i have doc to thank for my uh love of bad moon, moon rising he's always been the the torchbearer, uh, for, for bad moon rising. Um, so he, he, uh, <clears throat> he's, he's rubbed off on me in, in a lot of, uh, in a lot of ways. Anyway, so this is one of them. I, I just, I just really like it. The two roads are, are, are cool. What I like about the road though, is like there's two like opening spots because the, the start zone is so wide. And it's like, everybody can, a lot of the map can get to the, um, part of the road that sticks into the start zone but like if you're on the the far left side where it's just like there's just water there's water 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 three in a row like but those all have relatively good access to the um like secondary um secondary spur of road that kind of also just shoves you right into the um into the gameplay but like um even with those two like road openings being so close together, it's like they, they kind of take you to different spots of the map, even though where they let off is only like two hexes apart. Um, but the one kind of funnels you to the center and to the set, like the seven hex level three. Um, but if you get on that, like second, um, on ramp, um, you know, it feels like it's taking you past there and it's like a nice little counter to the three hex. Anyway, there's, um, Lots of lots of level three on this map that's like spread out, um, but you know it's it's all very counterable. Um, it's one of the one of the best shadow pool maps. Um, yeah, I think building it is. I've never built this one physically, um, but that's okay. I, I I I uh plays great online. Um, <laughs> and n- now that I got. <laughs> Now that I got my dungeon sets in recently, finally, uh, I'll, I'll have to start building all the dungeon maps that I wasn't able to build all these years. But um, yeah, I, I just really like Bad Moon Rising, and to be so good without, um, you know, without using those uh, pillars, um, mm-hmm. is, is is definitely a feat as well to be noted. So, number one map of all
4: time from Bad Moon Rising solid choice uh yeah mine uh yeah bad moon rising was almost my number one but then my vanity won out (laughs) Uh, if you've been uh if you've been keeping track you know my bad uh, my my number one is it's battlefield 23 um and uh and honestly some recent events i think kind of solidified (laughs) This choice for me and just how much I love this map, I feel like this map is just stereotypical me. It's, it's everything that, uh, that I want in a map. I mean, obviously, you know, you got the hex shape, which I really, really love. I think it just facilitates play really well. I um, love the road, uh, the use of the castle set, both for road and for line of sight blockers. Um, but also, like, um, if <laughs> if you'll forgive me for maybe not talking so much about the gameplay, I think Mike did a great job about talking about the gameplay, so I won't focus on that so much. But the amount of time this map took to get right, um, I think of all my maps, this one took the most time and had the most versions <clears throat> um, in order to get it just right. And, uh, the previous versions are not great. <laughs> um, this was a map that was designed for an ARV contest and, uh, the ARV judges at the time who gave me feedback on it, um, I think are, uh, are largely to thank for, uh, for where it ended up, especially, um, Bigga Bullfrog was huge. Um, Sir Hero had great suggestions, um, appreciate his input. And then, uh, and lastly, and this was uh, I alluded to this earlier. Maybe one of the recent events that kind of solidified this pick for me, and that is uh, Trex. Um, Trex was uh, was um, giving reviews for the ARV, and actually gave me uh, you know some feedback on uh, on this map. And actually, interestingly enough, and uh, I had to go back into my map thread and to to verify a, a couple things. But, uh, Trex was actually the one who convinced me to keep the name as Battlefield 23. Um, cause I posted it and I was like, the name's really dumb. And Trex responded, and he's like, dude, it's great. And he says something to the effect of like, uh, it, it reminds me of, uh, Area 51 or, or something like that. Um, and then I was, I was trying to remember and I honestly, uh, I honestly can't remember. Um, but, uh. Um, when it happened, but I had an exchange with Trex. I don't know if we ended up playing on it as it, uh, as it got to the final stage where it is now at a Utah tournament, he used to come to Utah tournaments or if it was more, um, I remember him messaging me and asking for the build instructions for it or something. Cause he was going to be running an event in Logan, but, uh, yeah, I just told me, uh, how much he loved the map. And I, I pr- I'm pretty sure he told me it was, uh, his favorite map of mine, that uh that i that i designed and of course uh maybe for for those of you that don't know i imagine uh, maybe most of the listeners do um we just recently found out um a few days ago that uh that trex passed away um recently and uh i don't know if you'll uh, forgive me for <laughs> you know using this as an opportunity to talk about trex and just what an awesome guy um trex mm-hmm. was and and is um yeah just uh so kind and what he did for the community and the the dice trays and it's like i have a couple trex dice trays that i'm just going to treasure even more just because of the kind of person that he was and his you know willingness to help and um there's so much stuff behind the scenes too that trex did that people never saw like the amount of times like utah people would text him with our questions about painting or 3d printing where he was just so involved and so willing to to help so yeah i don't know just uh that helped reinforce that uh you know this was my my favorite map because of a, a tie-in to uh to a, a good friend tracks so
3: well deserved
0: yeah yeah what a tragedy
2: Yeah, I didn't I didn't know him, but I do know that he uh he was quite uh the community advocate of just doing so many different things, which was very, very cool. Um anyway. Uh so my number one, uh gotta follow that up. My number one map of all time. <laughs> Sorry.
0: Yeah, good luck. Uh
2: well, no, we just need no, to hear about
0: Game Bear. Like, come on.
2: My number one map of all time, you guys have probably mentioned it before in your guys' uh uh, list and it's it's a game bear map and uh there's a little bit of nostalgia okay this is all nostalgia factor but this is airwood's bluff by game bear uh this is my number one map of all time um it is it is a master set and uh, uh forgotten forest it's a very large map and i think when game bear was on the cast however many episodes ago he said something along the lines of i wish i should i should have listened to that so i could quote him uh, appropriately but he said something like he wanted to create like a movie scene or, 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 or something like that with this map. And I think I have had so many fun games on this map over the years with my kids, with my buddies. Uh, have they been competitive games? No. But um, they have been a lot of fun. And I think this map just uh, facilitates just some cool things that you may not – you're like, oh. That was kind of cool. You'd never get that on a tournament map. and It's true. You don't. Um, but even the, the bridge, like the bridge is very cool. Uh, people coming down off the hill to, to contest the bridge is very cool. Uh, you can come down the little canyon edge um, and, and try and come up that way. I think the ruins and I think the ruin and the trees do some fun stuff. But yeah, in, in, the, in the road all along the edge. So you can run out, run into the bridge if you need to. Um, obviously, it's got some flaws for tournament play like the bridge. Digging, in, but anyway, um, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I, so, uh, but yeah, I, I love this map. It is by far when I think of like when I'm just playing Heroescape for fun. Um, well, that's not, I guess, when I'm not playing Heroescape with a tournament in mind, I guess is the way, best way to say that because I always have fun when I play Heroescape. Um, this is, this is my number, this is my go to map. I, I love this map. The only reason I don't have it set up more is it's kind of big, so, um, it takes up a lot of space, so I don't always have this one set up, but that's my number one map of all time, and it was featured at uh, the most recent Kencon and it got good reviews
1: <clears throat>
3: I will say I've played on it in the past couple of years, and it like it has a it has very nice like for being like a an epic and like free form and
2: um totally asymmetrical
3: yeah for for being that it's 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 real good like if you're trying to build a map that like looks impressive and won't give you a awful playing experience so i highly recommend airwoods glow did it did not make any of our um did not make any of our top 50s, but
2: that's okay. Oh, we're, that's just dis- that's disappointing. That's di- well, it's probably because you guys have never pl- you guys probably haven't played it much. That's probably what the problem yeah, is.
3: Yeah, I've played it w- probably once, and I really enjoyed my game on it, but it was, it was like a reverse draft anyway. Um, I've been keeping a uh, spreadsheet of um, uh, without putting in all our, our, our the rankings in it, except for Ken's, because it, it's it's hard to do. I, my math wasn't able to do top 50 and top 10 and combine it into a meaningful metric anyway. (laughs) um, So I just wanna wanna skim down the the top 10, if that's okay. So this is, this is accounting for um, all three of our uh, rankings. And um, as I look through, there's like 29 ish maps that all of us put on our top 50. Um, wow. So uh, a whole a whole bunch of overlap there, um, but top ten looks like this. Number ten is Draugr. Honor is number nine. Highways and Dieways is number eight. Battlefield 23 is number seven. Aeon is number six. Tacala Sunrise is number five. Turmoil is number four. Digian Rift is number three. Bad Moon Rising is number two, and Wormwalk is number one. Um, so I'll probably put that list somewhere, send it to Mike. Maybe more than just the top uh, ten, but um, yeah, some some super solid maps. Um, I, I think it's kind of interesting how much we uh, we agreed overall. Different flavors, but yeah, lots of I agreement mean in general.
0: So, like, 29, like, if there's, like, roughly 29 three-way overlap and then there's 19 Wargrounds Escape maps, you know, that's not that surprising to me, I guess. Like, maybe maybe 10. Actually, I don't know. Maybe another 10 is kind of surprising. Uh, another 10 overlaps beyond that. Because I figured we'd all have the Wargrounds Escape maps on, the, on it.
3: Um, yeah, of the so top the other 10. Ones we all had are, like, uh, Song of the Walrus, which, again, is, is maybe going to be Wargrounds Escape. Jabberwock um can't see the jungle dry season fire aisles wingspan
1: savage corridor um I think I think those are the
3: non-wargrounds escape that we all had um so it's up like, there on our list anyway they
4: were all reviewed for wargrounds escape so they're mm-hmm. all maps that yeah we had a uh, Not Jabberwock. Played
3: not
4: jabberwock oh really oh
3: yeah that
0: never got that never got nominated no
3: it's because there know. was a fix incoming and a fix never
4: <laughs> oh gotcha gotcha
0: uh, it's got it got the yeah. frostmire treatment for me where it's like i'm not gonna you know nominate every yeah. map you know and i'm not gonna nominate something that, that like i think a fi- like you know something might get improved on later so yeah uh the only one of the 10 that kind of surprised me uh obviously i really like the map because i put it at three i was surprised honor made top 10 that was the only one uh mm-hmm. you know it's in my personal top 10 but the others were like you know highways and dieways and Stygian rift and Tecala sunrise and you know um the rest of it yeah the rest of the top 10 for me was no surprises i guess i tanked a couple of the ones probably that sh- like you know <laughs> i was particularly like platypus or something but i guess i might have screwed
1: up <laughs>
3: <laughs> Platypus is nineteen. Wow. Anyway, I'll I'll I'll, I'll send around the full list later.
1: Yeah. yeah.
3: That'll, yeah be that'll be interesting. To
0: see. Oh yeah, what the heck happened? The combo list went went bizarro.
2: Don't don't forget to factor an airwards bluff into your uh, your your math there.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, I can I can uh attach um I can like yeah post the the list the overall list or whatever like in the notes of the episode yeah wow desolation
1: 11 yep wow interesting okay well um
0: that is our top 50 maps of all time i hope you all enjoyed it Um you know uh let us obviously let us know i think people have been enjoying it so far it's definitely not something that you know i plan on doing every year just because i don't you know wouldn't want to do it if only a couple maps are changing each year you know that just wouldn't be that yeah. interesting so yeah. um definitely something we can revisit in the future though i you know i think it was it was a fun experience and it was fun to go through you know tons of different maps and uh and to, especially today talk about some really great ones so um yeah, that is uh that is all I guess. You know, any anything else from anybody or are we good?
3: Good for me. Yeah, good for me.
0: Ken, all set.
2: Yeah, I mean I expect everyone to, be to build build Airwads Bluff after they listen to this episode, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> I will say it looks better than uh hide and seek, so got that going <laughs> for it. <laughs> um and
2: and for the record i had one two three four and if you include my top 12 i had six six uh, well because i guess fulcrum dark fulcrum so maybe five five and a half um
0: game bear maps about what i expected so (laughs) (laughs) yeah um cool well thank you all so much for listening um Until next time, stay safe. Happy scaping.